Hello and welcome to a new episode of B2 Hours 1 uh, where we review movies, films and TV series. Uh, I am joined by my wife Namita and this is Sirpi. Um today we are going to review a very old movie. Uh, we are going to review Contact. And uh, it's been on my list for quite some time and Contact stars uh, Jodie Foster and Matthew McLeod. uh and it's directed by robert zemeckis um and there are quite a lot of other characters as well um but um, uh it's been on my list because i've been uh, uh since the time gravity came out especially because uh, i was looking out for uh, and gravity and followed by interstellar of a lot of scientifically or science fiction accurate movies go this is this was on the top of pretty much everybody's uh, list Uh, so i've seen it a lot i mean at, at least i think it used to come quite frequently on star movies in those days and uh, eventually i got around to watching it uh, with my wife uh, so namita uh, what were your initial thoughts on the movie hi everyone finally i get a chance to talk after she was talking for like forever oops oops i said he literally mugged up the name of the uh, stars and the director i i'm sure he, it was not it didn't come no i didn't mug up so remember it was on my list for a long time so i knew uh, uh, agree so. <laughs> <laughs> so my first um, impression about the movie was again it was a simple to follow movie for me um it it made you feel that that it was real it, it didn't feel out of ordinary or something which is created um um which um, i don't know how do i put it but it felt real when i was watching that movie i could feel that okay this much effort has gone in actually establishing a contact with somebody outside of but this you know in I mean, within the universe <laughs> so i'll tell you so the i think what you are trying to say is it's realistic because you are mentioning lot of words and numbers which made no sense to us correct no no so it wasn't like that the movie was jumping that okay one time she has that headphones on her head and within the next 2 minutes she is able to find uh, somebody contacting her from the outer space it showed the amount of effort the scientists were putting in and it it gave them enough time to come to a point wherein they were able to establish a contact so it was not like uh, within minutes you could see right from uh, her childhood to her adulthood and then the next moment she is in the spaceship yeah so the thing is so this was based on a book which is written by carl sagan now carl sagan is i think the mentor of uh, neil degrasse tyson do you know neil degrasse tyson no the name itself is so complicated <laughs> no you know him but so uh, i'll tell you how uh, there is this black guy who comes and explains uh, uh, the universe how it works and very uh, he will look like um, uh, i can't think of a similar person he's he's like hefty and he has a mustic mustache and he gives a very detailed explanation about how world works about the cosmos etc so you would have seen him i think if you see him you'll know uh, whom whom i'm talking about but um, carl sagan uh, is a very uh, is a scientist by himself so he was i think he was an astrophysicist uh, okay. so he knew what he was writing apparently the book is too much heavy duty 
but the movie they made it palatable uh, that's what i heard uh, uh, read about um, so one thing that hit me right uh, yeah of course you know a movie is genuine <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of words which you don't understand but you know the author or the the makers have gone to that effort because you know, some of them in in some movies they are there just for names they can't you know it's a lot of nonsense but here it was realistic enough because they were in those places and the episode centered around the uh centered around moving the story forward and not the not um, not trying to give an information dump say for example right. when they were in puerto rico the reason she was in puerto rico was to get access to that dish it does not right. it does not meant for her to meet uh, the hero the hot the hero who uh, is not hot <laughs> I, he looked hot that time with his long hair it really looked nice long and hair really yes, you know why why i like long hair and beard right anyways yes, moving on in a science fiction movie okay anyway ha ah, so there, it has there has to be something for every kind of audience no i am that you're not to make i can be audience ah, okay so <laughs> anyway so so it was not for her to meet matthew uh, mcconnell uh, but it was for her to take dish time and the same goes throughout the movie every every uh, episode or every act is focused on uh, to move the story forward not for her to show how uh, how she moves around with different people right no now um, having said that right um uh, i i actually felt the movie was very well done for that exact same reason it was not focused on say for example the hero came first and then for 25 minutes he is gone correct and then he comes back again and they had a nice play of the uh, um, god and contact and all that stuff right theology and science which are obviously at loggerheads at all the time and i think right now more than any other time given the political situation at least uh, the state of the pond this makes a this is a good watch uh, i would think but come let's talk about the movie though um so um what do you remember something like this we have already seen uh, in uh, star trek i'm talking about the next generation the one that we were seeing so there is an episode called first contact mm. uh, where uh, our uh, again same guy with the beard bloody uh, so he goes to he gets captured and then uh, uh, these people are uh, picard and others as up who have to go and save him Now, the reason why i'm telling you this is this first contact is a genre right under inside science fiction and a lot of people make a lot of movies about first contact uh and it's been nicely hashed out but each way the interpretation is different essentially you're meeting meeting a new species correct yeah it's as good as an arrange marriage right so yeah are <laughs> you saying that you get married to a species <laughs> is it not are they not a different species no <laughs> you wouldn't believe the same arranged marriage or boy girl uh, metaphor has been used by big bang theory the the worst show on the world it's not that bad okay uh, yeah, it's, it's better than all this uh, shows that you keep watching <laughs> so they have uh, made uh, this thing the similar metaphor they have used for first contact but yeah uh, it's it's very similar to that where how do you gauge or how do you measure your um, this thing on uh, your uh, what will be their reactions correct right now having uh, so this 
um so when when in that episode eventually they come to the conclusion that uh, then they find that it's first you that particular uh, species has reached sufficient technological advancement to do first contact so picard was going to formally do first contact for which he had sent riker but riker would have got caught and he lost his memory and stuff like that oh i don't remember that episode uh, brilliant episode it is uh, i will watch it tonight yeah and the whole point was how they approach first contact eventually they found out that uh, the society is not ready to talk to uh, the enterprise the the the, the gal- whatever galaxy or enterprise the, comp- the government right mm. federation they are not ready to talk to the federation and so they picard says okay you tell us when you are ready uh, but one scientist will be there who would have found out that these people exist and they are like this and they are from the future and what no, not future oh, then she she asked picard ah, to yes. uh, give her asylum on enterprise yes yes oh yes. now i remember okay. yes ha huh, that's exactly uh, mm-hmm. first contact right mm-hmm. uh, so that's a very nuanced way of dealing with the uh, first contact and and so it's a, it's a very delicate thing it suddenly you see somebody who is far more advanced or not so very advanced what do you do becomes a huge uh, it's it's a big question and sometimes that's why they came up with that whole prime directive mm. if you see our society species don't Do go not inter- interfere yeah because they have their own natural technological progress etc don't go and interfere right uh, you might do something uh, so that's the whole that's how it started that's a very very you know how much i like the prime directive right <laughs> anyway coming back so this uh, so that that's the, the first time i uh, i saw uh, uh, that episode i knew i had to see contact without uh, <laughs> without wasting any more time just that it was not available on any streaming platform when we became sindhi and we had to take show time <laughs> for, for a trial session for of 7 days and cancel it again <laughs> so by the way we took that for watching what movie it wasn't for contact uh was it for bad times or uh, i forgot it we took it for some other movie right so i saw contact free and i thought let's watch it and get it done with yeah. and it was pretty good the other thing is the movie is what two and a half hours right i think it's long for a, long it was a long movie ah uh, it was not bad uh, it was i mean nicely not, done nicely done yes so apparently there are three acts to the movie all that and all i don't know i didn't know but it went smooth uh, smoothly <laughs> okay Yeah even when I read IMDb I realized that there are three acts which I did not figure out at all. Uh, I don't want three acts. Where <laughs> I felt like one single long drawn movie. Yeah. But probably talk I think they're talking about the locations right? Yeah so the childhood then Mexico and then that space station. Not childhood Mexico Mexico childhood. Ha huh? no. Mexico is the first Mexico. act. Mexico not Mexico Puerto Rico that's the first act and I think the second one must probably be the one in um, mm, The in, whole thing uh, the, in the in the White House, all that entire thing. You're saying that yeah, will be the that second, will be the second, and, and the third is the spaceship. Yeah, where she flies off, right? Yeah, a little bit uh, messed up there, right? Uh, the flying part. So, so one thing which I remember uh, when you are going through a wormhole, right? You, it time is also a dimension, right? So it ceases to exist. It's it's not it's it's um it's seen as a point. So you will see various versions of yourself. and i think that they did probably prob- probably better very nicely um when they it it it, co- it coalesces into one single point right it can't move linearly time doesn't move linearly in the wormhole uh, so because of which you will see your past and present all together in one single uh, scene 
so the same thing happened when uh, the other movie which i which is one of my favorites right in interstellar mm. uh, the same matthew bella he is there in that movie you remember i i didn't understand interstellar okay i got oh yeah these are the so they he goes through a wormhole mm. after which he goes and meets his or rather sees his daughter right so through the wormhole his this face will be stretched mm. uh, same thing they did here this was what this came in 1992 when was it 1997 yes this came in i don't know when ah uh. 1997 yeah so at that time they had come it was the same the logic was the same i think they were pretty on on spot uh, at that time the only thing that didn't make sense was why was she not wearing a space helmet if giving... oh yeah even ashwath knows that when you go to in a spaceship you need a space suit a gravity, gravity boot and oxygen helmet <laughs> <laughs> so they gave everything except uh, uh, except these right yeah. so it was stupid but maybe the designs didn't uh, show them i don't know uh, but uh, anyway so that uh, that is one one part of it right so that's when i liked um, yeah. i i like the fact that they put it together the three acts uh, i didn't know but it was it was it is evenly done now uh, music i don't know much i i, I hardly it didn't matter right in this kind of a movie yeah yeah it didn't uh, it was it was uh, probably not necessary they wouldn't yeah. have cared uh, two hoots now then something else when they were decoding the um the text which comes from the aliens yeah. right so they decoding the text they have um, eventually that uh, that millionaire he says right you're looking at it in the wrong Correct. thing for them it might be three dimensional right mm. now an exact same thing was used by that uh, so at the second they he said i was reminded of that the three body problem series so there is a series of books mm. uh, written on uh, yeah, on something similar where there are aliens who exist in 10 dimensions mm. so 10 dimensions means it is um, so imagine your your this the whole our whole world can be collapsed into one dot mm. that's that's what 10 dimensions mean so it's beyond so you have even if you include time as a fourth dimension right you have six more to go mm. so um they would be sending messages mm. same similar to contact they will be sending messages but nobody would be able to make sense of it eventually one guy will find it out because it will be in his eye mm. uh, so that's when he'll realize that they exist in more than one dimensions and that's why they have uh, a weird uh, weather pattern etc so i that that and that's the first thing that came to my mind you're looking at it in a planar view right that's mm-hmm. wrong uh, you have to look at it in three dimensions most of this going over over your head i know i was <laughs> just thinking ten dimensions yahan pe two dimensions samajhta nahi mere ko kabhi kabhi that is there uh, anyway but good very interesting uh, at least they, they and nicely yeah i mean so when they put that third dimension in, in graphics ha it means right <laughs> and then as human beings we always look at something only in two dimensions very rarely would we want to think of it in a third dimension ha ji correct correct that is true and uh, yeah that was that was clever uh, of course he wrote it we will know probably and these are all old i think they have been thrashed concepts there was uh, this thing there is this funda called um, um fermi's paradox uh, or drake's equation very simple and nothing else so basically it's a probability uh, uh, of finding 
intelligent life in the in the galaxy or universe or whatever mm. it's basically a series of fractions first is that life should be uh, what they should survive for a reasonable period of time they should exist on a planet uh, into something like each, each of them is a probability and eventually the most important probability is they should exist they should have advanced sufficiently for them to go re- to send and receive the signal of other extra life in the same time Yeah. so for example uh, we have sent signals 50 years back okay what if the signal comes back after 3000 years i <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> we are here yeah. i so in the movie for example i think they it takes 26 light years right yeah. 26 is not a big time this thing so it's 26 and 26 back so 50 light years 50 years yeah. but since it moves at the speed of light probably it takes lesser time to go yeah. and all its relativity rubbish but eventually it should happen in the same timeline that's the most right. important part right which makes sense also right mm. and uh, so that's that's that funda for me is paradox makes sense no logical uh, i can only they can only exist if this happens and you will find out that they are there right mm. now uh, one in that book in that uh, three body problem that guy gave a very interesting twist to it the reason why we haven't found other extraterrestrial life so far is because they didn't want us to find them purposely same reason as the prime directive okay this tutorial is getting <laughs> a bit complicated for me to follow what now what is complicated I and mean, you understand right so basically i you haven't found extraterrestrial life because they didn't want you to find them they went away like star trek they went off so you'll never know whether they are there or not because if they are there your evolution will get affected now you are chugging along mm. ah, so they went they came saw uh, so they okay. are much more advanced no, we are catching up we are catching up always ah, ha ah, got it ah, so they went away so they didn't find they didn't give, give two hoots about what they are doing reviewing movies sitting uh, uh, doing time pass having chai having chai and they went out <laughs> you continue having chai we are going <laughs> bye bye <laughs> ah, so but yeah these kind of very very interesting theory right ah, anyway having said all that so coming back to the movie itself all this funda they made it he made it very palatable i think that's commendable on the right yes, if sirpi would have written that movie i would have never watched it going by some 15 different theories and logic he is giving me See, sitting right across him i'm finding it difficult looking at that screen oh god i would have stopped watching that movie in the first 5 minutes itself so these are all nothing new these are there for like 30 40 years i think uh, what we should really appreciate the directors or the writers is they held themselves back they could have thrown lot of one day and if you take this uh, this fellow's movie no uh, what is this no i actually saw are go tenet dekha tha na not tenet yeah <laughs> what tenet mein utna funda nahi hai funda nahi hai but it is so complicated sirpi you watched it what three times ah, and yeah. what percentage of the movie did you understand no i had to read <laughs> <laughs> not just me i think everybody had to read in the way yeah <laughs> I still don't have the courage to watch that movie. <laughs> And we bought the movie. Bought the movie. All the all money waste only. <laughs> By the way, I like the movie. That's why I watched it. second and third no time. no 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 you watched it second and third time because you didn't understand it the first time the second fact, time pe you understood it a bit more third time pe you got more confused ah uh, the simple fact that I had to watch it second and third time because I didn't understand is enough for me to like the movie. because there is something to it's like treasure right 
you got one coin but you want more so you keep digging 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 you will go hit end of the earth <laughs> so, what is wrong with my, my your metaphors and my simile you know, today all out of whack random it is ha huh? anyway anyway yeah, so that was good okay okay and uh-huh. ho gaya so the movie was good yeah movie was worth it yes, i think people uh, should definitely watch it yeah and what uh, i now i think that i watched it now at the right time because if i had seen it earlier i wouldn't have known all this before because we saw interstellar gravity all came and went now we have better better appreciation for the movie because you mm. maybe i would have rewatched it and had but where is the time to rewatch these days right? so yeah. it's a good thing we watched and there are so many new movies to watch correct exactly so how was uh, mimi in a line mimi was nice it was a good watch hmm mm. i who is the heroine in mimi i forgot her name um I, anybody with that long face i think it's vani kapoor but that's not vani kapoor yeah even i do, i forgot her name but yeah she acted pretty well mm. it was a nice movie to watch and mm. it um, i mean everybody who were there in the movie acted pretty well i i didn't get bored and after almost after 6 or 8 months i'm watching a hindi, hindi movie, movie right? yeah uh. and this was not disappointing mm. apparently dilruba hasina dilruba whatever right that's good it's a kind of a murder mystery but again i've lost all hope and faith in uh, bollywood movies i don't remember the last good movie i saw truly uh, uh maybe article uh, no what was the last good movie i saw i don't remember at all to be honest uh, tamil i started one tamil series called navarasa i don't know why i started it's just plain rubbish i'm just saying it because i have to say it uh, it's not at all uh, uh, So it's an anthology of movies made by Manirath. I mean, presented by Manirath, made by a bunch of directors. I've seen four, and you wouldn't believe there's a science fiction one in that. I think that was uh, the fourth. The the out of the first four, I think three were just rubbish. Uh, one only, and I I now even uh, thinking whether I have to watch the other five, but I have to because uh, eventually I'll have to. I need to have an opinion. Because yeah, and then you'll have that itch to finish it, finish it, finish it, right? Not if you started right. it, then so yeah. you want to finish it, like a reading a book, <laughs> even though if it is rubbish, you I end up yeah, you end up finishing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that kind of half baked OCD I have, but uh, your OCD is not half baked, Zippy. Your OCD is excessive OCD. I said no. The spectrum of OCD, it's not. It's on the lower side. Is oh. it? Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> If this is lower, I don't know what will be the other end. Uh, anyway, um, I think Mimi we covered. Okay, um, I think that's it. We don't have much to uh, add on to this. So, meal most probably there there was a small gap. Sorry about that, folks. Because um, um, we had, we we recorded an episode, but then it wasn't. Uh, Up to Sirpi's uh, OCD standards. Not just OCD standards. It's not up to Sirpi's mark mark of uh, uh, quality uh, stamp. So we had to. It's not trashed. It's in the drafts folder. Sometime when we again goof up like this, uh, then we we'll probably post it. But for now, um, uh, we'll be regular programming will resume. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and I think we need to start uh, looking at. Uh, probably we'll think of a whole Hindi movie to review next. Hindi or let's see. Ah, okay. All right. Thank you, everyone. Mm, thanks, thanks, all of you for listening. Bye bye.